The following content already did its Christmas shopping. And by Christmas shopping, I mean uh, did all my OnlyFans subscriptions. I'm pretty sure I put at least five women through college. Start the show. Saying, changing lives out here. <laughs> it's called doing the work, guys. Oh, it's called investing in small black business. <laughs> it's called investing in your community. Get with it, guys. Get into it. Oh my goodness. Niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions while black. Your black ass cheat sheet for the week in foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy Oz. And it is way too easy to order shit on Amazon, man. It is way <laughs> too easy. And it's killing me. Like, it's Oh, it's true. Me. It's killing me. I ordered a whole, man, I was trying to hang the Christmas lights. And, you know, the Christmas lights died. I ordered a whole new, I ordered a whole new set that's way more Christmas lights than I'm probably going to be able to hang. I got a little outdoor specifically outdoor waterproof outlet and shit. The Ain't, Christmas lights have a remote control. Why does anyone need that? Because <laughs> we're too lazy to walk up and actually turn the shit on now. This is true. This is motherfucking true. Ain't got time for that. Oh, real quick though. Um, I want to give a shout out to partners of the podcast. Uh, Lit BKNY. Hey, David um, Remy, what's up? Um, I messaged one of them yesterday because I I I was uh, I was somewhere. Okay. And um, a friend of mine noticed that I was wearing my Chadwick shirt. Oh. And he was like, "Oh man, where you get that from?" Uh, and this is the friend of mine whose son is named. I kid you not. His son his son is actually named Prince T'Challa. Let's that's, go. That's his first and middle name. And um, and I showed him the T'Challa shirt. And he was like, "Yo, got to get that." So, I, so I, I hit up Lit BKNY because the the link for it wasn't on the wasn't on the site. And one of the two, either Dave or Remy, I'm not sure which one, um, responded very quickly. I was like, "Oh, here's the link." And by the way, make sure that you use Opinions While Black as a promo code. Get you twenty percent off. Oh shit! <laughs> I got that twenty percent off fast as hell. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? We got a promo code in this bitch. We got a promo code. I didn't even know it. Yeah, oh, so, shit. So look up at lit, L-I-T-B-K-N-Y on Instagram. It'll link you directly to their site. The link is in the bio. Um, use promo code Opinions While Black and get 20% off because I did hey! it. And this, this is not a paid promotion. I really did that shit. Price going up, y'all. Hit yeah. with the air horns. <laughs> love it i love it that whole deal went down i had no idea <laughs> yeah i had no idea literally till he mentioned it right now and uh, and those and those are my niggas right there shout out to david i have slept on those niggas couches like yeah. <laughs> real talk you know what i'm saying hey you know um oh man yes i love it that's how that's how black community enterprise should be that's the way it's that's the way that was my dream when i started this shit yeah oh i love it um, 
It is episode 118? Yeah. 118. <laughs> We're getting Damn. up there. Uh, how was your week, D. Randall? I don't give a fuck how last week was. I know that I'm off for the next three weeks. Air horns. <laughs> That's what I'm so, talking about. So I don't give a shit what happened last week. It ain't uh, happening this week. No. Goddamn. Because you know what is happening this week? What's that? Not a goddamn thing. <laughs> Um, uh, similar with me, except, uh, I was definitely lollygagging on my, um, my writing assignments for Black Nerd Problems because Cyberpunk 2077 is out. Yeah. Holy shit. You started it? Oh, I started it. <laughs> I think I'm like 20 plus hours in. Yeah. I am. I'm, I'm a lot of hours in. I'll say that. Yeah. I think God I'm going I'm to start next week and give y'all a break to, uh, go ahead and. Ooh. Get your jollies out the way. I, all, all I know is someone said something about getting gorilla arms. I think you can get gorilla arms. I have, so everybody's got their different thing that they've kind of invested in um, as they go. I've been trying to I see. I've been trying to build my character like it's an R, like like an RPG should. But how much time did you spend customizing your genitals, Bruh, <laughs> There's a. There's an option for penis size. First of all, they they've they've accounted for a lot. It's not perfect, um, depending on what part of the community the, that community that you ask. But they do account for you to be non-binary. I don't think they account enough body-wise because you still get kind of a a, a masculine presenting or a feminine presenting body. But you can choose to have no genitals. You can choose to have Male genitals, or you can choose to have uh, uh, female genitals. I don't know if that's the right terminology for me to be using, but they tell you penis size. That is the terminology they use in the game, apparently. So they give you penis size, and you get to pick big or small. <laughs> I want to meet the people that are picking small, and I want to interview them, and I want their mindset on picking small. Is it people being honest with themselves? Is it people... I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Cyberpunk is lit. It's buggy as fuck. It's buggy. Yeah. But it's fun bugs. I heard it's PS4 buggy. PS4 is a little... Yeah. PS4 is buggy. Con, yeah. uh, PC is not buggy. I don't know what PS5 is doing. Someone said that PS5 is looking right. Oh. No, because this nigga, this this nigga living in the year 3000 and shit. Uh, but uh, it's fun. It's a, it's a good time. And you can find so many things in this big open world to get lost in. Um, I literally could have gotten laid at some point. My character could have gotten laid at some point. And I think I was just picking the wrong options because... In retrospect, there are a couple of characters that have definitely thrown the pussy at me. <laughs> it's weird. Um, so I assume that your your character is a male. My character is a male. I didn't. I will say one thing for the community about cyberpunk. Once again, we have lost the war on getting proper haircut customization for black people. Yeah, I'm just gonna go bald when I create mine. Video game. I'm just gonna go bald when I create mine. You get bald fade, you get bald, and you get locks. That's it. 
That's it. Damn, not even a Caesar? Man, I have been advocating for us to get customization in sci-fi fantasy video games for years. We are still out here losing the war, man. Can't wait till we get that do-rag expansion pack. You know what I'm saying? Get, you know, can a nigga get a Southside fade? <laughs> you know, they've been, you know, the haircut industry been conning us for a long time. I'm, I'm going to get to business, but the, the haircut industry been conning us for a long time and giving us that little Charlie Brown patch of hair. Mm. Uh, talking about a Southside or Uptown fade. Or, you nah. know, Uptown fade for you uh, up north niggas. Um. Yeah, we lost the war on haircuts and video games, bro. Unless it's 2K. My character's always baldy. I got hats on. I don't have time for that. I'll be trying to get like an afro or something. I got an afro in real life now, so I'm you know I'm definitely advocating for that shit. Um, flowers. Giving out flowers while you're here. Flowers go to George Gaskin, uh, who was just elected um, district attorney. Of uh, what is this? Uh, Los Angeles in Los, Los Angeles County, in California. He was he took office on December seventh. Two hours later, this is what he posted on Twitter. It's a little long, but I swear to God, it's worth it. Okay. For decades, we attached lo- uh, we attached felony consequences to low level offenses. It foreclosed job and housing opportunities crime and homelessness, and created more victims. We must design a system that actually listens to, protects, and restores victims. Beginning immediately, victims will no longer be required to testify to receive victim services. And this office will extend victim services to families of those killed by law enforcement. I have already pledged to reopen four uh, fatal officer-involved shootings. My office will now convene a use of force review board to review fatal use of force cases dating back to at least 2012. We must hold police accountable to to restore trust in law enforcement. 40 years ago, I walked my first beat as a young police officer. Today, I was sworn in as the 43rd District Attorney of Los Angeles. I am not the same man I was when I first put on the uniform. One of many reasons for that is because situations I faced as a young officer, situations and experiences that have stayed with me and that continue to shape my approach to this work. Those experiences taught me the criminal justice system is fundamentally broken. Today we will usher in a new era of criminal justice and transform the largest criminal justice jurisdiction in America. The money bail system is as unsafe as it is unjust. Hit me with another one for that one, goddammit. God's honest truth. Money is a terrible proxy for risk posed to society. So today we will end cash bail for any misdemeanor, non-serious, or non-violent felony offense. And I will end, I will end bail completely as of January 1st. The pursuit of justice is timeless, and that's why these policies will be applied retroactively. At least 20,000 people currently incarcerated in prison will now be eligible for consideration for resentencing. This will save California billions of dollars. At least 50% of all persons sentenced to state prison from LA are rated low risk and to reoffend by prison officials. 95% of individuals who have served 20, 20 years or more are rated low risk to reoffend. These excessive, these excessive sentences are not making us safer. 
My office will prioritize consideration for people convicted of nonviolent crimes, those deemed low risk for release, people with demonstrated records of rehabilitation, older individuals, people who are especially at risk for COVID-19, and people sentenced to adult prison terms as children. The resentencing process will be a, a significant undertaking and will include input from from victims and victim advocates. The Amity Foundation, in partnership with the Returning Home Well Initiative, has promised to assist everyone resentenced. This is a good one. Well, they're all good. There are currently 215 people on, on uh, California's death row from L.A. County alone. An astonishing 85% of them are people of color. The death penalty does not make us safer. It's racist, morally untenable, irreversible, and expensive. And today it's off the table. Let's go! George Gaskin, let's motherfucking go! This is what I'm talking about! Are you listening, Joe Biden? Are you listening, white people? This is what the work looks like. This is what it means to be a fucking ally. This is how you change shit from the in fucking side. The hairs on Kamala Harris's neck just stood up. <laughs> George Gaston just found one of her horcruxes. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. When asked for comment, Kamala Harris said, now what now? <laughs> George Gaskin, God bless you. This is what the work looks like. The first thing he did when he got in motherfucking office was went on Twitter and told everybody in in plain, non-confusing terms what the fucking vibes are. He just hit y'all with a knife, fam. <laughs> and I didn't even read the whole thing. This nigga has so much on the brain. And he went all the way to fuck in. That's what the work looks like, y'all. That is the fucking work. God bless you, George Gaskin. Keep it up. And we will be watching. To and now, in fairness, we have we have given you enough of a blowjob that we will be watching and keeping up with this. And I will follow back up with this to make sure you are hold. We are holding you accountable. Yes. So you after that shit, you can't afford to fuck up. Do not fuck up. Um, ain't shit. Um. I, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I, something has been going around that kind of offends me. Oh, shit. And I want to air this shit out real quick. Okay, okay. There has been, and it has come in a couple of different, a few different uh, kind of semi-viral, kind of semi-popular posts that make the rounds on social media. Um, this notion that men enjoying the camaraderie of other men in relation to how they treat women is somehow homoerotic or that somehow that a man a man who cheats on their woman which again I'm not advocating for any man doing wrongdoing at all let me be very clear about that because this week some of you motherfuckers have been getting my words wrong and I'm kind of sick of it um that men enjoying other men, that men um, defending each other in tense situations, that men, um, you know, enjoying time playing fucking Call of Duty or Madden or whatever together, 
enjoying their quality time amongst their kin, amongst their amongst their brethren, is somehow homoerotic as it relates to how men treat women. That if a man's treating a woman bad, but a man's treating a man good, somehow that's homo. That's that that means that he's secretly gay. So these are probably the same dudes who say if you wash your ass, you're gay. No, these are women saying. Uh, uh, this is women saying this, oh, and some dudes, some okay. dudes are co-signing it. But it's a lot of women saying it too. I don't want to. This isn't any one side offense here. Um, let me just say. Hmm. How do they feel when women do the same thing with women, though? I was just about to get into that. Okay. As a matter of fact, go for it. In fact, let me get there. Go for it. If you want to say. That the men of our community should be respecting and treating women better. I'm all for it. Nobody, mm-hmm. nobody that I know is more for the protection of black women in our community than me. Mm-hmm. Um, I am always the nigga taking. I am always the nigga taking an L, being told that I'm secretly gay and that I'm moist <laughs> and and that I I don't know that these old niggas always say moist. And uh, that I'm a pussy panderer and all that shit. I got the I I you know I my record is readily available. However, we have to stop assigning toxic masculinity to the idea of being secretly gay. Yeah, that is homophobic. Sorry, it is. That's how I feel. I don't know how other members of the LGBT community feel. But I feel like you're not doing gay you're not doing gay men a service by attributing everything that happens that you don't um, that a man does that you don't like to the idea that they're secretly gay. And you, you're turning the word "gay" into a derogatory term. You're demonizing doing that. Yeah, correct. And also, I just want to point this out: women do this too. Women do this with other women. I have been in a debate with a young lady who told me, even though she recognized that something that was done to me was wrong and that somebody should be held accountable for it, she was like, I'm not going to say it publicly because I don't defend men. I don't defend black men. Mm. And I will always, and, and I, you know, there was somebody who um, went on a whole spree of disrespect, somebody that I haven't talked to for five minutes in my life that went around the internet fucking lying about me i love how she blocked i love how after i after i found out and outed her about it she blocked me on facebook but she still follows me on instagram of course um but i digress there are people that would not stand up for that not because not because that woman was not because they particularly liked that woman not because she was wrong and i was right not even because they didn't like me, but because I'm, but because I'm a man, and they have to stand by their, and they have to stand by a woman, even if she's wrong. Both parties do this, yeah. But I'm, but because, but because I believe in camaraderie and fellowship with my fellow man, and I want to lift. My uh, my fellow black men up to a place where we don't treat women like this. Nobody in my camp treats women like this. 
that it has to be written off as as gay. I don't think that's doing a service to the gay community. I don't. That's homophobic. It's and all it's doing is reinforcing old stereotypes of, of masculinity where men are not allowed to be um, emotional or celebrational or you know not allowed to embrace their same sex friends you know like I, 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 if you want to say that men are fucking that black men are fucking up and we need to treat black women better I agree with you 110 percent sure. I'll ride with you till the fucking wheels fall off but we're not gonna do it at the expense of of the gay community yeah that's just jokes at gay people's expense and that ain't right it's like calling somebody a pussy you know we 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 use the word pussy in a derogatory manner when um you know and and that and that and that term is supposed to denote a weakness um a weakness in in feminine traits when i don't know about y'all um there's nothing weak about pussy not at all um Pussy didn't put some of y'all down for the count. I it, just want to put that out there. It is your introduction into the world. Yeah, it is. And for some of you, it takes you out of the world also. Some of you niggas and fell asleep in it. Yeah. So that ain't that ain't weak. You know, we gotta we gotta stop. We have to be more careful about the way that we use derogatory terms. Um You know, if anyone has a suggestion on, on new derogatory terms that we can use that do not demonize um other marginalized communities uh feel free to let us know really and we'll we'll start using them i'm i'm, I'm all about being demeaning to people i, I love 100 percent. i love it same uh, let's just not do that at the expense of others yeah i gay people like i yeah gay people ain't and gay people i i take particular offense because gay people ain't done nothing but stand up for us at every opportunity um the black lives matter organization movement was started uh by black queer people men and women black black queer men and women and they deserve better than that um so really that's all i have to say there uh song of the week i had a couple of uh i had a couple of uh ideas for the song of the week but i went back and listened to the new to the new buster rhymes album Mm. Uh uh-oh and a song came on that I don't know how I let that pass me up in me listening to it while playing Call of Duty. I don't know how I let that pass me up, but this song featuring Rick Ross. What? What? what, what, what? Featuring whom? Rick Ross. Shut up! What? Now, granted, I've, I've talked bad about Rick Ross on you this have. podcast. You have. I don't think that Rick Ross is an incredible rapper. I don't think he's bad. I just for all the hype he gets and for all the and for and for all the the exalt, exaltation that he gets, I don't I don't hear anything legendary in his in his raps. Gross. But he did his thing here. What? Having said that, Buster Rhymes also bulldozed the fuck out of him still because he's bust a bust and this shit jams. Uh, song of the week is Master is Master Far Muhammad off of the Extinction Level Event Two album. Yeah, this shit goes fucking off. Get a get a cup, get something strong in it, 
We're gonna have a good. We're gonna have a good show. We're gonna have a good week. We're gonna get that together, and and we'll be right back with more pants while black. Let's go. Let me know that you would tell something Middle school bitches used to call me Bruce Bruce Now it's stretch Maybachs in the coops too Maybach, Like jewels, I'm just trying to pack a deuce deuce Diplomats, Arabic, how I'm making my moves Broke the richest fucking bitches in my favorite shoes She thought I had a seizure, told her April Fools Fuck a lawsuit, bitch, I'm trying to make the news Master Muhammad sold silks going door to door Giving knowledge to the brothers fed who wanted more we a nation of brothers, such a wonderful force Go straight to the Quran if you wanted the source I know God's so proud you becoming the boss Cold world but the flows keep a nigga warm We were sleeping on the flows when it used to storm I just wanna get a home for my only mom It's a dream to make her proud of her only son It's a dream to make her proud of her only son Make her proud of her only son It's a dream to make her proud of her only son and I'm number one Look at my brigade, it's about that time Light sparkle off my jewelry, it's about that shine Money busts out every pocket, it's about that grind A schooling dudes, especially when a nigga third eye blind Can give a fuck about what's yours, only concern about mine's nigga He's steering like all this hypnosis is heavy If licks could kill, I'd probably die countless deaths already Gillette razor sharp suited, shooting star like a comet Swag gave birth to millions like Master Farad Muhammad Moss Journey through a jungle of lions so unscathed Until I speak in tongues when I visit my aunt's grave And hustle like a genius with strength of a man's slave It gets deeper while they singing his praise Walk with me now I bless the hood while I keep on banging them harder Unconditional to love as a daughter's love for a father And dream flying through the clouds on the planes that I charter And documenting moments of time becoming a martyr While I merge with corporations expanding a little larger now For the sole purpose my people can all eat Through the acts of desperate folks occupying up Wall Street but I'm torn while in the studio giving you all heat And they ignorance is bliss Busy saying they born straight on their hands and knees Just like they walking on four feet down Look what they really turning us into A savage smelling blood with malfunctioning in the mental With baggage through the mud that they dragging until they settle I rattle up success when I'm sniffing a rose petal If you violate the truth with your body you feel a metal Listen to these words with the power to fuel rockets Just in the same time it's so perfect for me to drop this It's getting to the point where they're begging the kid to stop it It's hard to honor such requests when you're bathing in profit Witness shit I said that's come to pass now they calling me prophet Lord Special how I touch the people when I'm speaking So Precious like a moment of watching a baby sleeping Infectious like opponents that's always catching a beating Through journeys that I travel and missions I'll be complete And put the mic down and leave it with mama for safekeeping <laughs> Wow Let me hear that shit again, son. And that was Master Farad Muhammad, Buster Rhymes featuring Rick Ross. Safekeeping. Oh, 
Woo! Just, just, it just went all the fuck in and did not. He left it all in that booth. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. That was the first song on that album that I actually had to like. Hold up, what 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 are we doing here? Run that shit back. Let's let's go ahead and run that back. And you know you've heard a good beat because Rick Ross is on it. Hey, Rick hey. Ross. I don't I don't think much of Rick Ross's raps, but he could pick a good beat to get on. Man, Kenny, with a fucking sax solo on it. Get the fuck out of here. That shit. That would that was fire. That was fucking fire. Mm. Bus went off for just went off nonstop for the equivalent of like two verses. Yeah, that's a real rap song right there. Let me also say on, on a side note, speaking of hip hop, uh, Danny of the uh, of the Click the Comments team pointed this out, and y'all ain't, the internet is undefeated. Y'all really went y'all really went through and remixed the J Electronica album. But just with all the hoes verses, y'all ain't right. <laughs> y'all gonna y'all gonna leave Jay Leck alone, bro. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. And actually, actually, Jay Leck had the better verses on there, but y'all didn't hear that for me. Oh shit! Oh what? shit! Come at me. We got some whole fans that listen. We've had we and we've had a couple of people that thought we were that thought we were a little a little hard on Hove. Listen. I am a product. They listen to 444 and the Steel fans? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, shit! Come at me. Listen. Come at me. Listen. Randall feels that way. I, me, am a product of the blueprint. Mm-hmm. I am a product of the blueprint. Good. Because that's right around the time he... Let me not. Up, up, up! Don't do it! <laughs> let me bring that back. He ain't, uh, he ain't been rapping good since after American Gangster. Oh, don't do it. I'll just stop there. Sorry. Don't do that. Come at me. Don't do that. Come at me. I like the blueprint. Send me receipts, please. I, the only th- I will give you. I didn't appre- I didn't really. I couldn't give Jacob with Magna Carta Holy Grail. But other than that, yep. um, one of these days we're gonna have a real. This is gonna be a real hove debate. We're gonna end up getting one of these. One of these hip, one of these local hip hop heads on here. Oh, that, that's me. Oh, that, oh, it's it's also you. That is also me. Yeah, fuck around. Get it's gonna fuck around. Be you, me, and like BBC in here. No, they gonna fight me. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Y'all are gonna fight me. And we're gonna have we're we're gonna have one of these episodes where we really analyze a couple of these albums. Beyonce is the best rapper in her household right now. <laughs> oh no, no, Look, no! We're not talking about Jason Whitlock this week, so somebody got to get Ooh-wee. it. Wee, <laughs> uh, what is going on in the news, man? Let me see here. Oh man, Tom- Tommy Tiny Lister died. Those of you who know will know him as Debo from Friday. Yeah. Um, the president from uh the Fifth Element. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He died. He was he was what fifty seven? Maybe he was sixty. I thought he was sixty two. He was like sixty two, something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, that broke my heart, man. Yeah. Because I had just seen shout out to Mac, shout out to Mac Fame out there in Cali. Uh, he had just posted a a video where he he was in Cali and he met he met Tiny Lister. Mm-hmm. And and they he he was so he was so warm 
and happy to meet a fan um that he they reenacted like a scene from Friday or like he 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 kind of did a Debo thing where he was yeah. he was choking them out yeah and he was just having fun with it and it, it, it was earlier this year it just broke my heart I believe he died of complications put brought on by COVID yeah and I, and I heard he was in poor health before then and it, it's unfortunate because everything that I've ever heard about him says that he was a very gentle giant yeah a very nice person very unlike his character right and um i know a lot of people you know of course there's going to be debo of course there's going to be the the fifth element thing the president of the uh galactic empire galactic federation um which were all which were which were good and which were entertaining for me i will always remember him as the moral center at the end of the dark knight <laughs> a lot of people don't remember that scene yeah where they, you know the Joker had the had the people on the two boats about to blow each other up, mm-hmm. and he went over to the prison guards. He was the big convict, the big convict dude, and he goes over and was like, "You don't want to die, but you don't want to take a life. Give me the detonator, and I'll do what you just did five minutes ago." And he throws it out the window and just goes right back to with his people praying. Yeah, and that was just that was so powerful because it just flew in the face of everything the Joker had been telling us about how people ain't shit mm-hmm. the whole movie. Um and which was which was amazing. Um but yeah man COVID is real bro. It's out here. Is it? It's out here bro. The pandemic's not over. Mm, okay. Um, don't tell that to Atlanta. They don't give a fuck um, Don't tell that to fifty fifteen. I would say I would say we ain't doing much better here in Houston either. Fifty fifteen is still lit. The address is still lit. Ain't none of them social distancing. True Kitchen still lit. Ain't none of them social distancing. Uh-huh. This shit is serious out here, y'all. This shit is serious. Um, people, you know, it's not being publicized like it was over the summer or even before that. But people are dying out here all the time. And is you know, just please take more precaution to take care of yourself and the people around you because we're it. This is when with a situation like a virus, we're in it for the whole deal. We're in it for everybody. Um. So yeah, rest in rest in power, Tiny Lister. Zeus, Zeus. Um. Let's see. Oh. Real quick, and I just want I'm, this is going to be one of those things that we go do going into 2021 that I want to kind of revisit once in a blue moon. Over under on Trump going to jail, prison, hard prison. What 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 would we put the the percentages of the likelihood of Donald Joseph Trump going to prison? I right think, now, I think it's very likely that he gets convicted in some manner. I think it's highly unlikely that he actually goes into jail. Okay. Okay. That's a very safe answer, I know. And what and what are the percentages that you put on that, on that likelihood of a conviction? Uh, right now, right now I'm going to say about 90%. Okay. It's going to be it's going to be something. It may not be significant. Sure. But it's going to be something. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm kind of there. I'm, there's going to be a conviction 
and I'm gonna and and I'm I'm gonna be conservative with my guess and put it in the mid 80s. I'm gonna say 85 percent. Okay. 80 to 85 percent likelihood of Trump of Trump being convicted. Likelihood of him going to prison right now. Um. I'm gonna say 60 percent. Mm. 55 to 60 percent with a likelihood of going up okay. as uh, the year goes on. We have to see we have to see what the Biden administration really looks like. Um, they're still hiring people. Um, some people some people are happy about the some of the appointments. Some people are not. Um, but I think he's I, more and more. I'm thinking he's going to see prison. I hope so. The first American president. To see prison from something they did during their term, like right after. That's amazing. Would that would be amazing. It. I would love it. Um, we didn't. I don't think we talked about this in detail. Kevin Samuels, the 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 your average at best guy from yeah. YouTube. Oh, that dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, for those of you who don't know, broke Ricky Smiley. Yeah. <laughs> So, so for those of you who don't know, there's one of these YouTube influencer people, um, Kevin Samuels, who is a uh, I don't I don't really I don't really know the nature to call what his content is exactly, um, but he it's Derek Jackson in a room <laughs> and not in a car and not in his car, <laughs> um. And so he, a lot of it has to do with dating, and a lot of it has to do with uh, women, and a lot of it has to do. With, it, it, a lot of it's very respectability politics. It's all respectability shit. politics. And recently, he had a woman on his show um, that wants a six-figure man. She wants a six-figure man. Does she feel like? And asking him if she felt like she could catch a six-figure man, and he dressed her down like Full Metal Jacket. And was like, she was like, um, what do you see yourself as on a scale of one to ten? Now the girl was not unattractive. The girl's not unattractive. She got a big forehead. You know, I like big foreheads. Mm. And uh she now but her <laughs> self esteem was a little not there. And yeah. she called she said she said that she was a five. Which I would rate her higher than a five. And the dude just dressed her out, you're average at best, you're not gonna catch the man you're looking for. Now, was he wrong? In the context of what took place there, was he wrong? His delivery was fucked up. The delivery, okay. Um, but let's let's be let's be real though. Again, it's it's it, take take the messenger aside. The reality is, most people are average at best. Male or female, most people are average at best. Sure. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being average, I guess. And the notion I, of dating is to find someone that sees that sees you as above average in their eyes. Or accepts you for what you are. Or accepts you for what you are, which is both completely fine. Yeah. I've always been a fan of that quote. That you take somebody that looks at you as if you are magic. Um, and I think that the relationships and the bonds that I've built mm. along those lines have served me well. But yes, just somebody that accepts you. 
I think I, I, I think the problem with that particular argument is when you set arbitrary and, arbitrary and superficial parameters on the type of person that you're looking for. Like, what are you basing a six-figure person on? Right. At all? Like, what are you what are you basing that on? Um, also, based on where you live and the cost of living, six figures means a lot different. Um, someone making a hundred thousand dollars in San Francisco is a lot different than somebody making a hundred thousand dollars in Des Moines, Iowa. This is true. So, um, again, you just throw out the arbitrary number. And I think does it make sense? And I think people are sometimes unrealistic in the regard that you have to take into account the the amount of access that people of means have and the amount of access that you have yeah. to be seen by those people. And what if that person is the best possible person for you, makes you feel every type of feeling that you love to feel, um, is completely supportive, and know is you know is a perfect fit for you, but they don't make six figures. You know what what what, what happens then? Uh, and, and the answer and, is you end up lonely. Well, well, well. I wasn't going to be the one to say it because uh, when I say it, I'm torn to pieces about it. Um, <laughs> but maybe some, maybe somebody who's happily married. Um, and has been happy for was it fifteen years? Yeah, yeah. For fifteen years, um, maybe it'll make more sense coming out of their mouth. You know, trust me, I, I've been dragged quite a few times over the fifteen years. Don't get it twisted. I mean, yeah, but, uh, you know, yeah, but I, I am not always considered the ideal, you know, candidate. So I to mean, speak. who is? But yeah, you're true. still. But the important thing is that y'all are still. Making it work, yeah. That, that's that's the key. Like with when people, when people put all these absolutes in place before they even have someone, and don't realize, like you know, life doesn't work that way. It does not. It does not. People don't. You know, they 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 don't they don't do build a bear for relationships. You don't get exactly what you want out the factory. Nobody gets piecemeal. All right. And also, don't change people for what they are. You you need to be willing to accept someone out the box. If you're going to accept them, accept them out the box as is. You're not going to change shit. And if that person does change because of you, they'll, 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 they'll change for anyone. It's so. true. A chick tried to get me to eat lentils. I don't even know what the fuck that is. It's, chick tried to get me to eat lentils. She, she, was, she was vegan or vegetarian or just... Something in the middle of all that that didn't make any fucking sense to me and was turned out to be messing with a dude that she'd meet up on on Saturdays and go eat fucking lentils. And I found myself sounding like a fucking idiot going, tell me what I need to do. I'll eat lentils. (laughs) And I look back on that every, I look back on that every time I think of that and go, what the fuck was I even talking about? What the fuck is a lentil? You know, it's okay for you to change for yourself, though. I, I just... Like, that wouldn't change the shit for me. Yeah, I wouldn't... <laughs> you know, when people want you to change for them, that's one thing. It's okay to help someone change yeah. for themselves, though. Oh, uh, no. You mean you mean people aren't... Now, Randall, are you saying that people aren't 
perfectly established and that sometimes you have to grow with another human being and that somebody's gonna and that and that sometimes you can be an inspiration in somebody's life that allows them to us to the person that they aspire to be gasp do you mean that people don't just people don't just aren't aren't just these perfectly complete people when you meet them shock do you mean that there's no such thing as a complete person (gasps) did i say that do you mean that everything isn't about you oh it's not my god Mm. what are you saying out here i'm i'm just saying jay-z hasn't done a good anyway (laughs) all that to say Kevin Samuels, and this is my this is my kind of thing about Kevin Samuels. Ultimately, he is not saying anything that people haven't been saying for years. Everybody's on this whole kind of stay in your lane, dating your league, whatever, which I think is kind of fifty percent bullshit. Twenty one Savage is fucking Amber Rose. Um, but right, right, right. She also ended up tattooing her forehead. Yeah. So who really won? Oh, good point. Um, all I'm saying is that context means everything. If you go into this nigga's and you go into this nigga's catalog, this nigga likes railing on women. Mm-hmm. This nigga likes railing on black women, and so with that, when you bring all that into context, and you have this man dressing this woman down, talking about your average at best, people are gonna respond a certain way. People are going to especially respond a certain way when they look at you and you look like the alien from American Dad. Wow. You got the same head and everything. Wow. People are going to respond to you a certain way. Wow. When you record your whole YouTube thing out of what looks like a a refurbished Rite Aid broom closet. Wow. That you have that you have reconfigured to look like a radio station out of a '90s Spike Lee movie. Like we know, we know it's nigga. We get it. You saw Girl Six. Damn. Shout People to, are gonna respond to you a certain way. Shout out to Teresa Randall. She was fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, I how you presentation means a lot. And I don't think his, if we're talking about average at best and we're talking about what it takes to catch a certain thing and his presentation was not the sort of presentation to let shit like that slide. Right. I mean, I, you know, I, I, he I'm, looked like he fresh out the program, fresh out of it, right out of the program with the Salvation Army, with the Salvation Army suit that they let you, that they let you have to beat the court case with. Damn. And he, you know, you got to prove something to me for like no people go to him, but they don't they don't do anything to check to see like what what, what validates qual- you to speak on this what qualifies, what qualifies you, to speak you, on you to say this shit you know you just do with an opinion it's true it's, which we are too but we admit that we know that it's in the title of the program <laughs> right ain't nobody gonna be calling ain't nobody gonna be calling my house in my basement asking me for advice. <laughs> I swear he he shared that same space with Umar Johnson. Wow, that's a good point. Clean your room, clean your room, and then tell somebody tell somebody they average at best. That's all I'm saying. 
not to spend too much time on that. What else we got? Oh, um, the new versus is going to be E40 and Too Short. Wait, I thought it was... Ashanti and Keisha Cole have been postponed. <laughs> because Ashanti has COVID. Yeah. Well, that's that's not... That's not. Funny. That's not good. That's not funny. That's not good. She's uh, too fine to have COVID. Ironic, yes. A little bit ironic. I mean, hey, they kind of dragged her because she has kind of been out and about. I gave her a single drag. You know what I'm saying? She was wasn't she one of those folks out and about in Thanksgiving with family and yeah, yeah. Okay, she she been outside a little bit. We told y'all about that. Um, I just love the fact that she was like, I can't believe I got. COVID, y'all. And people immediately just started circling the receipts like, bitch, 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 been and bitch. jet setting out here. This is where you've been. Flying your people out and shit. Um, yeah, so they've, they've rescheduled that. I love the fact that something that was meant, something that was invented for the purposes of quarantine <laughs> has been postponed due to someone having to quarantine. I love that. That's... It, it, it's wild. That's, that's very indicative of how we are fucking up this pandemic. Um, e forty, e forty, and too short. That should be a fun one. That should be a fun one. I think that's going to be one of those for the culture. Yeah, it's lighthearted it's, ones. Yeah, it's it's definitely going to be a you know we all in here type thing. And people talking about R and B, like with, with Keisha Golden, that R and B is fucking up. Um, is fucking up the versus thing. Y'all, the competition, I always feel like the competition, maybe because I'm not a competitive person, but I always feel like the competition aspect is kind of just window dressing and kind of silly. I don't I don't care about two people that already have the bag competing. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I mean, when Eric and Jill, Eric and Jill were the first two that did it where they made it a celebration of each other. And they and and to me that shows really what it could be. Versus the title act, the title verses is really misleading. Um, it's really a celebration of two people's catalogs who may be very similar. And I've actually enjoyed those when it's when it's gone that way. Right. Yeah. I think those are the more enjoyable ones. Um, uh, Bounty Killer and Beanie Man. Oh, yeah. That was no fucking contest. That was a dance hall concert. Yeah. Complete with cops and everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, um, so I think E forty and Too Short will be another kind of for the culture one. These are two people that, from what I understand, um, seem to have mostly respect for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had to compare catalogs, I'm always going to favor on the side of Too Short. Oh man, um, E forty doesn't have a record bigger than Blow the Whistle. That is very true. E forty does not like if we if we're really talking about what show me where to go might be close but it's not blow the whistle it's close maybe you and that booty or something close but I no yeah, blow sprink- the whistle is sprinkle me ain't on there no yeah. no what's it, my favorite word bitch E forty don't have one of those you know not at all not yeah yeah you you just not gonna get a better and and watch that's the one everybody gonna be waiting on in the comment section. Mm-hmm. Well, blow the whistle at. That's gonna be the last one. Tony Baker gonna be talking hella shit. <laughs> um, Show me where to go. <laughs> Ghost ride the whip. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'll be looking forward to that one. 
Um, I'm I'm glad that I'm glad they're keeping this interesting. I'm glad they're keeping this interesting. I'm glad they're taking. There are plenty of good matchups out there. Yeah, that are still available for the taking. Yeah, that was the one I didn't see coming. But when I saw it, I was like, ah, yeah, that makes sense. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, let's see what we got. The streaming wars. The streaming wars are in full effect. Yes. Um. Uh, where where are we? Where are we on time, Randall? We're good for now. Okay. Streaming wars. The streaming wars are are definitely out. So, last week we reported on Warner Brothers announcing that they were going to release their whole 2021 theatrical catalog on uh, HBO Max as well. Mm-hmm. This is very exciting news. This is also kind of uh, part of the, the nail in the coffin for... Um, the movie theaters? Maybe. Ain't nobody going to the theater to see Dune when they can see it at the house. I know I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. that's me. Um, and so the 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 follow-up to this is that a lot of people within the Warner Brothers camp, this is directors and some actors and um uh you know a few technical people um were very upset about this. They ended up being very pissed at Warner Brothers. Apparently, they didn't get the new that like, including Christopher Nolan, did not get the news about this until a few hours before it was announced. And apparently, I think the only person that knew this was happening in advance was Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman. Hmm. We already know she's feds. <laughs> Oh man, special agent, special agent Gal Gadot. Um, so a lot of people were mad, and uh, and Christopher Nolan was definitely leading the charge on this. I think James Gunn was mad about this too. Yeah. Christopher Nolan was mad he because was he feels like the he feels like his movies are meant to be seen theatrically, which is true. And he was also mad. That, well, he was also mad that the splits. And a lot of people are mad that the splits aren't what they thought they were going to be, which is on the on the on the money, which is also also true, which is true and almost an understandable argument. Here's my here's my problem there. Y'all got to wake up and smell the fucking pandemic. Yeah, he he really thought Tenet was going to break the pandemic. (laughs) Right. And that was the other thing is that, you know, Christopher Nolan got a lot of nerve as somebody who was the one trying to drag everybody to the theater to see motherfucking Tenet because he thought Tenet was bigger than the pandemic. I would have been a little tight if I would have broken the pandemic to, to go see Tenet. Man. I saw it on bootleg and I was like, ah, okay, I see what you're doing. John David Washington ain't got that big yet. <laughs> <laughs> I like him. I like Denzel's kid, but he ain't got that big yet. I like him in ballers. I like him in everything I've seen a bit. Yeah, I mean, as we said last week, it does. It it there are legitimate concerns about how, you know, creatives and 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 production teams will get paid going forward. I know the the director of Dune um, was also pretty tight about it because um, a lot of because they were planning to do more than one Dune movie that was kind of already in the works ahead of time. There's, if this if this one is what it looks like it's gonna be, 
there's going to be some more Dune movies. But the problem is, a lot of times, those funding decisions are made by box office numbers, which is why those first Correct. numbers are, are, are pretty important. So now they have to rethink you know, how to do that, since they will probably not necessarily make a return on investment on that no. one. No. Um, so, hey, it's a good problem to have. And, and here's the thing. Is it going to be hurting pockets a little bit? Sure. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be hurting people creatively? Sure. Mm-hmm. Guess who? Guess who else is having that problem? The whole rest of the fucking world. That is also true. The whole rest of the world is having that problem. The pandemic is hitting everybody financially. Why the fuck do you think that shouldn't include you? That's my thing. Why do people in Hollywood feel like they're so special? And don't get me wrong. We've advocated many times on this podcast about how the price, about the price going up, mm-hmm. and we say it all the time. The price just went up, and and how people should be net negotiating for their worth. There's a difference between the price going up and negotiating for your worth, and negotiating for your worth in a vacuum where you're not considering the what the market price is, yep. and what the market is doing. These actors. Christopher Nolan, um, um, James, uh, Denny, uh, Dennis, whatever, are asking for something that no one can give because the money isn't there because the landscape is changing. Mm-hmm. And the landscape was always going to change, and the landscape was always going to change soon. So it's one of these things where it's not optimal. And it's not a normal timeline, but this isn't a normal situation. Everybody's pockets are hurting right now. So I don't feel bad that you're going to be a little less rich this year than you were last year. And that you're probably going to be next year once once this vaccine helps curb these numbers. It's only going to hurt for a little bit. It's only going to hurt for a little bit. You know who is going to be rich next year? Though? Who's going to be rich next year? Disney. Because Disney is definitely had definitely took advantage of the dissension in the ranks in the streaming wars in uh, at WB and rolled out their timeline for like the next what five years? Well, yeah, roughly speaking, uh, next five years, and a lot of it, a lot of what they went over the other day went over Disney Plus Disney alone. Plus, so they were like, so while y'all are worried about the theaters. Let me show y'all what we've been talking about. And the first thing I thought was like, finally, I get to see what I, I'm actually paying for. Because I've only really been watching The Mandalorian. Right. And uh, whew, that last episode was good. The last three or so have been have been really good. good I was like, ah, there y'all go. There Bill y'all Burr go. was killing it. You know, my boy. Boba. <laughs> and, and a spoiler for anyone who hasn't seen it yet. Close your ears for 30 seconds. Um for the first time in 40 years, we finally get to see what Boba Fett could actually do. Right? <laughs> right? Besides getting his ass handed to him by Han Solo. Bo- Boba Fett been wrecking, bro. I'm, I'm with it. Thank um, you. Yeah, thank you. And I knew they were going to try to re... They are going to try to reestablish some respect on Boba Fett's name. You can have a Mandalorian series and not try to... Got to. Get the respect back for Boba Fett. But anyway... um. Major rollout for Disney. Yeah, a um, lot of Marvel stuff. We got to see the trailer for. Well, you know what? We're not gonna. T- we, we're gonna save that for later because there, yeah. there's a listener there that specifically okay. asked us about this. Gotcha. 
Um, but they rolled out um, Star Wars content, Marvel content, um, original content for like the next at least five years. Yeah. There's going to be a Children of Blood and Bone movie. Uh, those of you that are familiar with that with that series of novels should be very excited. There's some black content in there. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. We'll, but, yeah, we'll definitely... We're going to unpack that a little later. But all that to say, people talking about how Disney Plus should be nervous and how Netflix should be nervous, they were never nervous. They yeah. were never nervous. They They just took the year off. <laughs> right, exactly. They they've like, been they've been cooking. They were like, let's go ahead. You know, we, you know what they did this year, y'all. They were like, let's go ahead and get some of this. We're gonna start sneaking some of this Fox stuff over. Um, you know, we're just showing up the catalog because uh, we know in twenty twenty one, twenty two, twenty three, hitting y'all in the head. It's a long game. It's a long game. Um, they were not kidding when they said they had 10 years of Star Wars stories to tell. No I, shit. And I, and I saw it and I was like, wow. Yeah. They 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 definitely put their foot to ass. Yeah. Disney is literally, is almost literally walking around the room with their dick out with complete impunity. Small dick or a big dick? Big. big okay. Big. Honestly, it doesn't matter with all this content, but big. I mean, they chose wisely in Cyberpunk yeah. then. Um... Uh, one thing we will talk about that they that they announced in particular is that Chadwick Boseman will not be recasted for Black Panther two. Good. They were very now a lot of now some people were very mad about this because it means that because it means that uh, and they've been implying this for a while that there's going to be more of a central focus on uh, Shuri the sister, which happens in the comics mm-hmm. by the way. Um. Some people, because you know, some people felt like, oh, this is a worthwhile character, and we only get one movie with him. He deserves, he deserves to last a little longer. Um, he was also in Civil War, and um, Endgame, Endgame, and, and Infinity, Infinity War. War. So we we've had him for four movies. Only now, had him in one of his own, but. And knowing yeah. the health that Chadwick Boseman was in, we should be more grateful yeah. that we had him as long as we did. Yeah. Um, and I understand that people think the character means a lot as far as representation and should live on. I think the character is going to live on. This is where I think Disney is smart. They were very specific in saying that Chadwick Boseman will not be recasted for Black Panther 2. Mm-hmm. What I think is and should happen and what is going to happen is this. You have to understand what Disney's doing. Disney, when Chadwick Boseman died, Disney sold us what Chadwick Boseman meant to Disney, to Marvel. Uh-huh. That's that it, Disney is always selling us something. This year, as far as Marvel, Chadwick Boseman is the face of Marvel Comics. Period. He is the face of Marvel. They put it. They put his face on everything. Mm-hmm. When you watch Black Panther now on Disney Plus, and they have the little Marvel, the little Marvel comic booky opening, yeah, it's all Chadwick's face. Oh, it's all Chadwick's face. It's all him walking down the hall with everybody doing the Wakanda sign. He is the face of Marvel Comics for 2020. You can't have. You can't sell us. Chadwick Boseman being lionized as the face of Marvel Comics and try to sell us his replacement. 
Do you realize the pressure? Do you realize the the level of criticism that would go in that would go into that in the public arena if you tried to balance those at the same time? That would be very tone deaf. That'd be very tone deaf and it'd be very it'd be very unfair on whoever is recasted. You have to take time to let these things breathe. Heath Ledger there was a Joker after Heath Ledger. There were two Jokers after Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. But there were also several movies in between those. And it, it I, I think what they're doing is... And they were also separate narratives. They were like, separate narratives, separate universes. Yeah. Whole different rebooted story. What you have to do is take Black Panther 2, let the, let the passing of Chadwick breathe, let it let it wash over some people and take this movie to its logical state, which is we spent, we spent all that time in the first movie, letting the women of Wakanda hold the water for T'Challa for the most of the movie. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They deserve, they deserve a little bit of credit too. let Shuri be the black Panther and recast in black Panther three. Yeah. If, if you need to do that, if you need to do that, because maybe Black Panther two ends up being fucking lit. It doesn't have to be. I mean, the whole the whole thing about Black Panther is that the mantle can be passed from one person to the other. Facts. You know, shit. Let Angela Bassett be Black Panther. <laughs> Goddamn it. And the other and the other part of this, that I think people are forgetting, not to spend too much time on this, um, is that is that Black Panther isn't just about T'Challa. The, the the comic book the the world isn't just about T'Challa the thing because that wasn't the only thing we liked about that movie we right. liked the world that it built and the sense of community and the universe that it built that that the the idea of Wakanda doesn't rise and fall based on just one man correct what made Black Panther a great movie was that Wakanda was an idea that rose and fell on a community and that. When someone and when an outsider came in with more Western ideals, um, the community came together and pushed him out. Mm-hmm. It was at war for a little bit, but that's what communities do. Communities do that sometimes too. Yeah. And so to make it just about T'Challa and that this is that this is a franchise that's going to rise and fall and fail off of. T'Challa's name is unfair to everything we appreciated about how Wakanda was represented. Very true. So, yeah. Let let it breathe a little bit, guys. Let's enjoy Black Panther 2 for what it is or what it's not. And we'll get a recast in Black Panther 3. I'm almost sure of it. I'm pretty definite. Marvel is a fan of trilogies. We'll see. I, I still say it's not necessarily to recast that actual character of T'Challa but there are other people who could take that man yeah we'll see that's true uh, I can th- see an Okoye Black Panther hey you know I, I think the main thing and we've said this before just just enjoy the story facts don't try to write it just enjoy it and this is coming from people who have who have definitely been in these conversations <laughs> way more <laughs> than many, than other people too many just, times uh, too many times um this isn't new for us <laughs> Um, next, and this is, I'll get to this and then we'll take a break. Guys, I can't stress this enough. If you are an up and coming artist, 
rapper, whatever. Mm. Please don't talk to Vlad. Don't. Please don't talk to Vlad. Stop calling him DJ Vlad. His name is Special Agent Vlad. His name is Special Agent Vlad of Comrade Vlad. Comrade Vlad of the Vlad Task Force. Fuck this guy. Okay, so why do I bring up Vlad? Casanova got uh, arrested, I think, convicted. Sounds about right. And the FBI specifically said that they wanted to credit the research done about his about Casanova's case to Vlad interviews. <sighs> Vlad did it again. He did and it this again. is not and this is not the first time. For those of you that are new listeners, this is not the first time Vlad and, and if you're wondering who we're talking about, go to YouTube and just type in Vlad TV. Any 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 interview with somebody with a dumbass opinion, it's probably a Vlad interview. Yeah. Vlad is becoming known for people going on his podcast, uh, uh, people going on his content and getting fucked up based off of something they said on his on his shit. <laughs> Last year, somebody got arrested and got convicted. A black man got convicted based on and the judge thanked Vlad for his interview. The Vlad to prison pipeline is a real thing. <laughs> I mean, and, and there are people who are like, oh, well, why are y'all blaming Vlad? These people go on here and and, and, and tell on themselves. First of all, we have to take in the fact, in, into account that most of the people that get fucked up based off of a Vlad interview are young kids. And yeah. we've told them and we've told them in the digital era that that's how you get on. People who have gotten on, like Takashi, like Soldier Boy, have 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 conveyed that that's how you get on. Mm-hmm. Is telling your bit is telling your business, telling that lifestyle, saying spicy shit. The old heads ain't getting fucked up off of this. Nope. Because Twister definitely, definitely talked about Vlad for trying to um, uh, get him to talk about uh, gang politics in Chicago. No, especially not in Chicago. Hell no. Come on. Hell man. no. And the reason we're so hard on Vlad is because he is a non-black. Interloper. He is a he is a visitor in our culture, and you can see in these interviews where he leads the conversation a certain way. Mm-hmm. He's looking for that spicy shit. And sure, people go and tell on themselves on the Breakfast Club. People go and tell on themselves on all kind of outlets, everyday struggle, wherever. But you've never heard an FBI you've never heard an FBI official say. We would like to thank the diligent efforts of Charlemagne the God and the Breakfast Club. <laughs> thank you, Angela Yee, for that. Thank you, Angela Yee. Get the fuck out of here. We've never heard anybody say, if it wasn't for everyday struggle, we wouldn't have got this nigger off the streets. There's a very specific narrative happening here, and there's a reason it's happening. So, yeah, fuck Special Agent Vlad. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What? I, once Lord Jamal stopped, stopped fucking with him, y'all should have... You should have known oh. what the vibes were then. Lord Jamar and Godfrey stopped fucking with him. You yeah. should have known what the vibes were right then. And Boozy only keeps talking to him because nobody else wants to talk to him. Um, I guess that's a good place to go ahead and take a break. We'll be right back with more opinions while Black Sober Conversation with the Least Sober Team in Podcasting. Pour up.
are back. We are black. We are opinionated. And this apple cider is just sneaky. You you definitely strengthened it this week. Um, I got a little dizzy when I stood up just now. <laughs> since I'm going to be driving later, I am going to chill. Man, shout out, real quick, shout out to um, Ryan Gabriel of the upcoming uh, pre-order bonus podcast. Uh, this nigga in my this nigga wild in the inbox, man. This nigga said, and he, well, he actually he reminded me of you saying it because you know Commons in that movie on Netflix with Jessica Chastain, yeah. and uh, I might watch that because John Malkovich is in it. But um, that nigga said he said I don't know which one of us it was that said <laughs> that said Common acts. Like he just learned how to read. I, I've been saying that. <laughs> I said Common sounds like a dude that can't read. He talks like a dude that can't read. He sounds like the people on them technical school commercials <laughs> <laughs> that look like they that look like they bigging up Everest College while Al Qaeda has them at gunpoint and shit. With okay. AI, With, you can fly. You can fly. Oh man, y'all wild! Internet is undefeated, bro. Hey, man. Um, so is illiteracy. Well, literacy. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> That's a lie. Illiteracy has been defeated. People can read. <laughs> oh shit! Just not common. Okay. Holy what? shit! It is time for white people must be stopped. <laughs> oh man, white people have been fucking up left and right, bro. Like white people were really on the streak, like for the holidays. They've been on the streak since the dawn of civilization. <laughs> I mean, what what are they true. doing now? You know Andrew. You know Andrew Cuomo got accused of he got a sexual assault charge. Looking at him, unsurprisingly, uh, not surprised at all. Not that's a that's a tough one to act like that's a surprise. Um, got a got a quick. Uh, I got one story, but I want to get this one out of the way. Uh, from Just Us Burns six eight fifty seven. Uh, he hit me on Instagram. Got a white people must be stopped story for you. I work at a prominent I work at a prominent company here in town, and guys walk around with their gauges with their gauges in their ears and nose piercings all the time. So about a month ago, I got a grill for my birthday, very nice, solid twenty four k gold, and I wore them and my nose piercing to work. I was greeted by everyone as usual, but when I opened my mouth. This white woman gasped and looked at me like I was like I was going to steal her purse and her coffee so much that she actually dropped her coffee. Mm-hmm. So my problem is what the hell makes gold teeth less professional than tattoos or gauges? Or is it who is wearing the money in his mouth that makes that makes people view it differently? It's 100% the money in your mouth mm-hmm. and who is wearing it that makes all the difference. That it's is absolutely one, it's you. It's you cuz you are black. Period. If 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 it's riffrap, or I'm sorry, whatever the name of this coffee place is, um, <laughs> you said prominent. So um, if it were riffraff, then it would be, oh, look at Jody, you're funny. If it's a black person, you're intimidating because they associate they associate that with gang culture. And I've noticed that at certain prominent coffee companies that um. There is a. I've noticed that the black people that work there do tend to seem to be encouraged to be neater, um, and do seem to be encouraged to um, less encouraged to be individuals 
Um, and I have seen, I, I so yeah, I've seen that before. Um, and and the white people do not seem to be dissuaded from wearing gauges and all that shit and being their eclectic selves. It's the same thing about, you know, when, when people tell black women that their hair is unprofessional and it's like, this is the actual literal hair that I was born with. And <laughs> this is how my hair looks. You know, it, it's it's the same kind of shit. It, it's not it's not what you're doing. It's who you are while doing it. I have to admit, I've gotten kind of a I've gotten kind of a, accustomed or this afro is kind of growing on me. I think I'm gonna, I might let it let it grow. I'm a little worried that I'm going to have to cut it to get a job. Uh, you should be fine nowadays Probably. with the Afro. Now, if you decide to get straight backs. There's going to be a problem. But that also means that, you know, you're probably a stick-up kid. And you, wear <laughs> right. black, and you wear black Air Force One, so be careful with that. Right, I got these hoodies ain't helping. Um <laughs> Uh, so thank you, so thank you, Just Us Burns, for that. I did want to get to one story, a follow up. Um, you know, last week I believe it was, uh, we talked about the murder of Casey Goodson Jr. in Ohio, mm-hmm. um, the kid that was confused for a suspect and was allegedly waving his gun in his fucking car because mm-hmm. people do that. So. Um, the Columbus crew, there was some soccer team in Columbus, Ohio, um, won a championship or something. Uh, the, the, the particulars aren't terribly important, but uh, they, wrote this, they wrote this letter from the Columbus Foundation. Um, the president did. I'm not going to read the whole thing. A week of blood, sweat, and tears. Blood spilled in the fatal shooting in the uh, fatal shooting in the back of Casey Goodson Jr. A tragic loss for his family and for our community. Sweat on the brows of the medical community, trying their almighty best to save us. In some cases, from ourselves. While Ohio surged 41 percent in coronavirus cases this week alone, tears tears in the form of those trying to juggle so much on uh, to hold on to their homes, to find food and educate their children, and then. Today, we wake up with, with, to the fact that we have once, once again become a championship city as the Columbus crew, a, a team of diverse international and local talent, willed their way to overcome the odds against them to win the MLS Cup. I can stop right there. This is fucking egregious. Casey Good... When the, when the city that has done you wrong... The city that has done you wrong doesn't get to blame doesn't get to bring your name up in celebration. Yeah. He didn't play soccer. He did not. He was not a soccer player. He didn't have anything to do with this organization. So for them to for them to show him no justice thus far, or probably ever, and to bring his name up in celebration as if we did this for him. Y'all didn't. You didn't, and it's egregious. It's fucking disgusting. Um, and this is exactly what they do. They they prop your name up for all the wins, and they prop your name up to make you feel good. It's what he would have wanted. Exactly. I bet that motherfucker didn't watch soccer. He would want the motherfuckers that shot him to go to prison. Look, if something happens to me and the Houston Dynamo win the MLS championship, don't celebrate that shit in my name because I don't fuck with soccer. I like um, that. I'm sure he would be okay with me 
uh, reading this. He's a fan, actually. This from Scott Woods. He put it better than I ever could. Casey Goodson Jr.'s case is so singularly dark and wrong that you cannot place other things next to it. His murder is constitutionally wrong. It is a breach of not only social contract, but anti-American. You couldn't exhibit more of the freedom that America touts than Goodson, than Goodson was in the moment before his death. His murder breaks at least four of the ten amendments contained in the Bill of Rights. It is a death that leaves a scar not only on his, on his family and community, but on the country itself. That's why you can't use his name or his death in a congratulations letter to your favorite soccer team. Period. Period. That, that's, that's still amazing. That's fucking egregious. And, and they should be apologizing to his family. They should be apologizing to the community. And we saw the same shit with Breonna Taylor. So many people lifted Breonna Taylor's name up, lionizing her and showing her no justice. You're better off not mentioning them at all. At all whatsoever. Like, don't don't even pretend that, you know, this is for who it's for. Now, you know, on the flip side of that, when you have the L.A. Lakers winning the NBA Finals and, and LeBron goes out there and he he talks about how this was a platform, um, you know, and and the energy behind what they were doing was an observance of everything that was going on and people who have unjustly lost their lives. Yes, I understand that because they they've already they've already stated from the outset. Right. Not only the players, but the league stated from the outset that they were in solidarity behind um, certain social justice issues. And yes, they dedicated their season, the remainder of their season to that for you to pull this soccer shit out your ass. Like, Oh, Hey y'all, we want y'all to forget that, um, you know, we're not going to find justice for this young man who died. So let's just celebrate him and don't hate us. Okay. Bye. That's what they did. It's nasty. It's, it's peak nasty. And it, 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 it's, it, uh, that hurt. I'll say that hurt. And, and it, it just goes to show that it's almost like the biggest son. You're, no, you're nobody till somebody kills you. Hmm. Um, and it's fucking sad. Um, send your racist stories, your real life racist encounters, along with any racist, uh, news that you think we might've missed. Your listener letters, questions for myself and D. Randall, please send those to opinionswhileblack at gmail.com or log on to the new opinionswhileblack.com. You're a one-stop shop for getting in touch with us for event for upcoming events and buying merch. Buying merch specifically at opinionswhileblack.threadless.com. Uh, we'll be back with your listener letters and top three STFUs. This is Houston's most savage podcast. Pour up. And we are back. We are black. We are opinionated. And we are feeling pretty good. Hey, I just remembered I had alkaline water down here. (laughs) (laughs) I need that. For just such an occasion. Um, it is time for your listener layers, actually. Uh-oh. Um, they took it, I have to say, they, they took it kind of easy on us this time. Oh. Uh, Gustavo, uh, from... Vlad uh, in disguise. 
<laughs> Gustavo Andres Romero Pineda. Uh, I love it. I love it. I love that people mm. of color can lean into their whole you know what I'm fucking saying? name now. You know what I'm saying? Proud. Um, asked us, um, what new Disney Plus series, be it Marvel, Star Wars, or Disney itself, are you looking forward to the most? Oh. Okay. That's Let's a see. good one. It's a good one. I just happen to have the list up here. Um, I'm the the Marvel stuff is pretty easy for me. I mean, it, it's all of it, right? Um, it, and the reason I say that is because again, Marvel does a very good job of creating a connected universe. Um, so to me, all of these, even though they're different titles, they're all part of the same narrative. Mm-hmm. But for very personal reasons, I guess, um, I'm very very excited about seeing Secret Invasion come to life. Um, oh, that would be good. Um, that it's there. Um, Moon Knight, which is has always been one of my favorite characters. Oscar Isaac playing Moon Knight yeah. is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I love it. And and I'm also excited, but for different reasons, about titles like Ironheart and Armor Wars, which are for me, these are the types of titles, especially Ironheart, uh, who's uh, a young black, young black woman who is playing, who's basically taking the role of Iron Man. Um, when people talk about how do you tell these same stories mm-hmm. or similar stories 10, 20, 30 years down the line, uh, you see how we see in the books how these characters inherit these roles and they're moving forward. Right. And now you see uh, Ironheart succeeding where Iron Man left um, Armor Wars, which is going to give Don Cheadle some additional shine and, and other characters who were kind of the, the evolution of the characters that we fell in love with for the first 12 years or so of the Marvel universe. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited about that. And then on the star Wars side real quick, um, the Ahsoka series. Yes. uh, Cause we get to see Rosario. Oh, more Rosario. Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi, well, Obi-Wan Kenobi only because I, I want to see how bad of an actor Hayden Christensen still is. <laughs> um, you but, mean you don't like the star of Jumper? <laughs> <laughs> the most wooden actor ever. But I'm really excited about, because I'm, I'm a person who, even though I've been a Star Wars fan, I consider myself a Star Wars fan, I never got into a lot of the stuff outside the movie. Right. So I, I never got into the expanded universe. So I, I, I never was really familiar with things like the New Republic. And, you know. Right. So, I read some of the books. Yeah, and I, I didn't because they're books. So <laughs> so things like Rangers of the New Republic, um, uh, The Acolyte, which no one oh, seems yeah. to know anything about, those things that are going to be like new takes on, like anything that's, right. that I haven't seen before in the Star Wars universe. I'm excited about. Like, and, I suspect we're going to see some shit about the Great Order. Whatever that is, but I'm excited about it. The Great Order, uh, quick explanation. The mm-hmm. Great Order is, um, we don't see them much in the, like, the TV shows or any of that shit. But they're very much in the middle where they don't consider the, the Force to be good or evil. Uh-huh. Their creed is there is no light or dark, there is only the Force. Mm. And so they can use some of the... Uh, good force powers like healing and shit and they can use some of the bad force powers like lightning and mm. things like that. Okay, I can, I can fuck with that. Um, we don't see them much in the... 
mainstream stuff, but I'm, yeah. I, I, I suspect we're going to get some of that. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw that in The Mandalorian. Got you. Um, I will say, as far as what I'm looking forward to the most, Marvel, I'm looking forward to um, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And I didn't expect to be so hype about it until I saw the trailer. Yeah. It's when you finally realize that Marvel is really putting movie money. They are creating... They are creating movies. Mm-hmm. Like they're creating miniseries that are just movie level quality. Six hour when, movies. Yeah. When you see the Falcon, like in like in the in the fucking in the fucking in the canyon, canyon. Yeah. dodging missiles and shit, yeah. that looked like a movie. Yeah. When you see Vision in WandaVision, when you see her when you see him uh transform into full vision costume mm-hmm. and flying and, and flying all through space and shit. That looked like a fucking movie. Loki even looks movie quality. Loki looks incredible. I don't know how excited I am about Owen Wilson being back, but I, I don't. Marvel's gonna do something good with that. Yeah. Marvel can bring people back in a way that does not just offend in the way an Owen Wilson movie would. Um, uh, Star Wars, I, all of it, man. I'm looking forward to all of the Star Wars shit. I, uh, now that the Skywalker saga is over. I feel like the door is open to just tell all kind of fucking stories. Finally, um, I feel like we can, we, you know, we can get an Ahsoka story. Ahsoka can be kind of the centerpiece now mm-hmm. because um, if they continue telling the Ahsoka story they, the way they told it in the Mandalorian, I would totally mm-hmm. watch a season of that. Yeah. Um, and as far as just kind of non-Marvel or Star Wars stuff, I am looking forward. They haven't talked much about it, but Disney has worked with Pixar in conjunction with what is it, an African production company, a Nigerian production a Nigerian company. production company, uh, Kaguli, I think is the name of it. Yeah, um, I- Iwaju. Iwaju is the name of the the series. It's an animated series, right. I believe. Kind of uh, Afrofuturism type yeah. thing. They don't tell us much about it. They kind of snuck it out in the rollout. Yeah. But I am definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, the key to it is, you know, it's a partnership between Disney and and um, and Kajuli. Right. However, I apologize because I don't know how to pronounce it because I'm so fucking Americanized. Um, but that's Trump. exciting, and we get more more representation on the screen. Very excited for us by us and the children of blood and bone. Uh, again, that that should be really good uh, for those of you that are familiar with the uh, the the book series. I know that was a, a big a, a big way for a lot of people, a lot of my book readers out there. I'm gonna go ahead and finally read these books and, and catch up with you guys. Um, so we will all be on the same page by the time we get a trailer. Let's go. Um, I had one more from Tales to Enrage. Uh, this is a quick one. It says, "Is a hot dog is a hot dog a sandwich?" Or, if you refuse to fall into that trap, what is your most controversial food opinion? I have a few controversial food opinions. First of all, a hot dog is not a sandwich. It's a fucking hot dog. Yes. It's a hot dog. It's its own thing. I agree. Um, Because I've seen people who were like, is it a sandwich? Or is it related to the taco? I thought he just made that shit up. I didn't know that was a real thing. That's a real thing that people with more time on their hands than they need tend to ask. A hot dog is a hot dog. It's it's what it is. It's its own thing. You don't ask me if a pizza is actually a pie. It's not. It's not. It's, it's a pizza. pizza. 
Unless you're in unless you're in Chicago, then it's a cake. <laughs> um, uh, controversial food opinions. Uh, kale is gross. Um, grits mm. are just a butter delivery service. Okay. Um, and um, that's, a, that's a lot of self hate, but I, I got you. <laughs> and uh, as as of this morning, turkey sausage is like fish. You can't eat everybody's fish. Fish is good. You can't eat everybody's fish. Mm-hmm. Everybody don't cook, everybody don't cook it the same way. Sometimes it'll make you sick. I just has I just ordered some uh, some new turkey sausage. Not new, but I had never had it before. It was gross. I will stick to the turkey sausage that I've been doing. That is the already the the already uh, prepped patty. <laughs> uh, that shit that I bought that they sent me through Instacart is gross. And I should have known it was gross because it costs less than the existing sausage, the existing Jimmy Dean sausage that I used to get. Uh, I'm I'm still learning about some of these alternatives, guys. And uh, you can't no, you can't you can't fast track turkey sausage. It's done right or not at all. I've only had one type so far. It's been done right. The shit that I bought this week is disgusting. Uh, I don't know if my take is necessarily controversial. I, I just think eggs are the most trash edible substance in, in the world. Like, oh my I, God. I just, what? I don't see how you people fuck with eggs at all. It's terrific. It is just the trashest of trash. It's terrific. Um, it's wonderful. I mean, y- y'all are probably the same type of people that think avocado toast is an actual meal. It's bread with guacamole on it. Avocado I, toast is a is a is a shortcut to making toast nine dollars. Yeah, you know y'all are. I mean, sure. Yeah, and people no, have told I, me, I "Well, you just it. havenven't had good avocado toast." That's correct. I hate that shit. That's correct because it's not good. Because I'm not paying ten dollars for a slice of bread with guacamole on it. Um, but yeah, keep keep all eggs away from me. Um, eggs are trash. Um, been trash, gonna be trash, and you know. Um, also, mm, nah, I, I'm about to show my lack of education. <laughs> oh, no. But, you know, don't tell me you're vegetarian and you still eat eggs. You know, oh. it's still, Ooh. it's still chicken. I'm one of those people. I'm, I'm having mm-hmm. trouble getting into the food alternatives because mm-hmm. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be healthier mm-hmm. because there's no fucking reason that Action Bronson should have lost 150 pounds during the pandemic and I'm over and, and I'm over here struggling just with nice shoulders. Um <laughs> Action Bronson has turned into fully articulated action figure Bronson. That doesn't make any fucking sense. You know, well, you got a little bit of money. Well, that's true. And, and time on your hands. I always I I always kind of leave that out because social media does that to you. Money changes a lot of things. It's true. Remember, yeah. Chris Rock used to look like Pookie. Yeah. Yeah. Dave Chappelle looking yoked. Yeah. You yeah, know. I'll give you that. You're right. I'm just saying. You're right. I'll give you that. All you got to do is be rich. That's the best diet. This is true. Um, opinionswhileblack.com. Uh, uh, opinionswhileblack at gmail.com. That's how you get in touch with us. Y'all know the vibes. Uh, thank you, Tales to Enrage. Thank you, Gustavo. Love you guys. Love you guys for listening. Um, time for the top three. All right. Top three STFUs. Who are the three people in America that need to shut the fuck up? Shut up! 
Uh, we got two runners up. Uh, runners up include uh, Cardi. Cardigan Benjamin. Cardigan Benjamin is added again. Cardi Cardi got dragged on social media because she posted some shit talking about uh, should I buy this eighty eight thousand uh, dollar bag? Who is she asking? People is she Twitter. asking other millionaires? No, she was just on Twitter saying it. Here's the thing: because if she's asking me, I'd say fuck you. I, I, right, we're in a fucking pandemic, Cardi. No one cares whether or not you should buy a fucking. That was a flex. In case you, in case you don't know how a flex works, I love. By the way, I love Cardi B. I do. I love Cardi B. I love every. I love everything she stands for as far as entertainment. That was a flex, Cardi. Mm. Whether you whether you realize it or not, whether you realize how people process information on the internet or not, that was a flex. Nobody wants to hear you flexing about eighty eight thousand dollar bags during um, a pandemic. Got to act like act like you've been here before, man. People, the government gave us twelve hundred dollars for eight months. And here goes you. That's about how much some of y'all roommates give the entire term at least, you know. <laughs> oh, it's, shit. It's... Um, it, 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 no one cares, man. Like, I, I don't care. I don't care about bags to begin with. Um, Tristan gave me a good idea of what the bag economy is like. And uh, some ladies not getting the bag for Christmas. Yeah. I don't, and again, I I if you want to spend that much money on a bag, I will never judge you for it. That's probably never going to come out of my pocket. Yeah. I'm a cheap nigga. I am. I'm a cheap nigga. But being cheap has allowed me to get by during this pandemic and has allowed me to go on vacation in healthier times. Uh yeah, I'm a cheap nigga. That won't happen. Um nobody cares, Cardi. Stop. Talk to other millionaires about that. Out of our sight. There are people that literally don't know where they're where where the next month's rent is going to come from, and this is especially harmful to you if something should happen and your fortunes should change, and uh, you start thinking about every purchase that you made. Um, from the pole you came, and from the pole you can return. It's true. Just remember that. I think that is the name of this episode. <laughs> Um, yeah, the internet remembers. The internet is not written in pencil. Um, Academics is also a runner-up. DJ Academics. I've never seen him DJ. I don't know why they call him DJ Academics. Um, he was, he was arguing with Meek Mill on Clubhouse. Which is the whole reason I don't get on Clubhouse. Because that's what it's become now. It's just popular people and influencers and celebrities Run their fucking mouth like they do every everywhere else on social media, and maybe we maybe in a when we're looking at economic collapse, we could be taking the attention away from away from people away from those people and focusing more on the working class that props them up, um, particularly DJ Academics, who is a fucking joke. Academics is Vlad without the is Vlad without the strategy <laughs> or the results. Or the results. Um, I am so happy that everyday struggle is finally coming to an end. I thought it already. Okay, I thought it was already. I mean, it it ended when Joe Budden left, but it's coming to an actual end now. Um, Nadeska's got her own thing going on, but this and this shit with Meek Mill, where where Meek Mill is just bringing 
is just bringing him to account for the fuck shit that he perpetuates on his platform. I've never seen I've never seen a, a black person perpetuate so much fuck shit on Twitch. Well, it's the last. I mean, it's the last avenue that he can be relatively safe, I guess, because ain't nobody, ain't no niggas fucking with Twitch. Like ain't nobody that. throwing hands over Twitch. Yeah. Meek Mill might. Um, I would love to see Meek Mill beat the brakes off of him. This is the problem, and 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 the problem here is, and people always go, "Well, y'all aren't as hard on him. Y'all aren't as hard on Vlad as you are on him," because we know Vlad's game. Vlad is an outsider. We know what the outsiders do, and we know what non-black interests tend to do in the narrative they try to perpetuate via social media, via their content. We know we know the vibes over there. DJ Academics is skin folk trying to act like he's kin folk, who is specifically interested in corporate interests. He is a he is a complex employee. And he is always trying to keep some some stupid spicy shit going in the name of corporate interests so he has something to talk about on his bum ass platform that nobody cares about because Joe Budden isn't there anymore. Yeah. That's plain and simple. That's pretty much it. Um yeah, gatekeepers like that need to fucking go. And we need to be look we always need to be looking at the gatekeepers like that. Number three is boozy. Okay. Yeah, Boozy People, back out here. He's still allowed to speak. He was suing Mark Zuckerberg. He's still suing Mark Zuckerberg because um, he got kicked off of IG because he putting pussy lips on IG Live for $1,000. Um, I mean... I mean, you know, that'll happen. Uh, but now he is he is uh, enacting a petition to get Bill Cosby freed from prison. Because Bill Cosby tweeted that... Um, that uh, Boozy and his contributions and his support were top notch. I don't know why Bill Cosby is tweeting from prison. Why is he? Yeah, why does he have Twitter? Um, for I, his age and his like legal status. First of all, let me say that prison isn't prison enough. If Bill Cosby has time to be thinking about niggas like Boozy, um, I think and I've said this before on this podcast. I'm going to stand by it. Every time he is saying something publicly. Not about prison. They need to just ring the bell and have the niggas in the next cell, Supreme and them other niggas, just chase him around the entire cell block for an hour. <laughs> Fast, too. Uh, Put the Benny Hill music on. <laughs> All just for 45 minutes, and that'd be his whole exercise. Every time he's every time he has some shit to say that ain't prisony, chase this motherfucker around. Um, uh, fuck you, fuck uh, Boozy, and and what gets me about Boozy and why he needs to shut the fuck up is because Boozy is the exact kind of nigga that Bill Cosby would never fuck with in real life. Exactly. Bill Cosby spent the better part of his career railing on niggas like Boozy. Exactly. He spent the most of his time creating content. Literally to fly in the face of rap and hip-hop culture, niggas like Boozy. Exactly. And this has always been the problem, is that the same niggas that seem to cape for Bill Cosby so fucking hard are the niggas, are the niggas that Bill Cosby could not give a fuck about mm. and would never do the same for. Where the fuck was Bill Cosby when Boozy was in prison? Hmm. Hmm. Raping women, that's where he was. 
We know where he was. Drugging and raping women, like y'all tried to rail on Cardi B for. Cardi B did it. Cardi B did it for five minutes while she was stripping. Bill Cosby been doing it for fifty years. Ow! Get the fuck out of my face! And me, and here go bum ass Boozy, trying to get this nigga out of prison. Talking about what if he catch COVID? Fuck him! What if? What if? <laughs> What if this nigga's already been in? This nigga's already been in prison way longer than I thought he was gonna be. Right. My mom, my mom literally said he was being sentenced to two weeks in prison without the possibility of parole. <laughs> That's life for him. Yeah. Uh, fuck Bill Cosby. Fuck Boozy for still carrying this narrative on, and fuck him for fuck him for saying it to Vlad. Shut Stop talking up. to Vlad, y'all. Shut, up. Shut, Shut up. the fuck up, Boozy. Shut up. Number two is Snoop Dogg. Oh man! The whole fuck nigga network is out. Peace the whole, the whole fuck nigga, the whole old school fuck nigga network is is just leaning into it this week. Uncle Snoop, Snoop Dogg, Calvin Brodus fixed his fucking fifty plus year old mouth to say that he didn't like Cardi B's wet ass pussy song, huh? Because it didn't leave anything to the imagination. Because it was too sexually explicit and didn't leave nothing to the imagination. This is what happens when you let a nigga do one gospel album and he don't know how to act. Wow. Um, this is the same dude who participated in a song called Bitches Ain't Shit But Hoes and Tricks, Licked on the Nuts and Suck the Dick? The, the same one. This wow. would be a nigga whose debut album was titled Doggy Style. So basically, what you're saying? What is, the fuck was that leaving to the imagination? It's okay for it's okay for a dude to talk about shit as explicitly as possible, but when a woman talks about it and is being self-referential at the same time, um, wow. did this nigga have butt sex with Truth Hurts in the, in that movie The Wash? Did he? He did. He did okay. softcore porn too. He did Girls Gone Wild. He, as a matter of fact, that chick Selena Powell came out and said she said she said not only did she fuck him, that she she was putting a sex tape on OnlyFans for twenty nine ninety nine. I bet that don't leave shit to the imagination. Yeah, nobody wants that. Nobody's paying thirty dollars for that. Um, except maybe Snoop's wife. Damn. Um, this is why <laughs> to when be it, used as court evidence, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is why. When everybody was all on Snoop's nuts about him giving all that, giving all that uh, commentary during the fight, I was still like, "Fuck Snoop," because this is what he does. This is what he does. He does some fuck shit. He does some cool shit to make you forget about the fuck shit. And then he goes back to doing the fuck shit again. It's a never-ending cycle with Snoop Dogg because this yeah. is all this nigga knows at fifty. Anybody who's fifty plus who still dresses like a giant crip rag needs to shut the fuck up. Shut up! And the number one person who needs to shut the fuck up is Joseph Biden. Wow. Biden been out, man. Biden. Damn it. He didn't even get in the chair good. We got to get to January 20th. He didn't even get in the chair before he started talking cash shit. So this this nigga was on the phone with a bunch of civil rights leaders and activists um, who were talking about how they were not happy with the rollout 
for the kind of for um, the the anti police brutality and the defund the police thing, mm-hmm. something that the Democrats have been running away from, like Sonic the fucking Hedgehog. Yeah. Um, and this is a piece of how he responded on the phone conversation. anxious because they are not seeing enough of the progress they thought they would have seen at this point. Let's not disappoint them and let's not get to a place where voters in Georgia begin second guess. Okay, let me respond. I've got to go. Let me respond. There's a lot to respond to here. Let's get something straight. You shouldn't be disappointed. What I've done so far is more than anybody else has done this far. Mm. Okay, number one. Number two, I mean what I say when I say it. I mean what I say when I say it. I'm the only person who's ever run on three platforms that I was told could not possibly win the election, and I never ceased from it. One was on restoring the soul of this country because of what I saw happen in Charlottesville. That was it. No one else was talking about it. The words of presidents matter. Nobody else, no progressive, was talking about it. I did. That, that he said that with he said that with his whole chest. He did say that with his chest poked out. His entire chest. I'm convinced of it. He was he 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 was drinking a he was drinking a glass of whiskey when he did that. He really talked. He talked like he had lost his motherfucking mind. Are you are you are you fucking kidding me? Joe, you haven't even gotten in the chair good, bruh. Man, just the seat is still warm for the last dude. Just you gotta, Why don't you just shut the fuck up until until you get in office? And then you can say this shit and then we'll rail on you. You gotta let us like clean the table before you before you sit down to eat, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we gotta bust the table. He said that was spit in his throat. He said that was spit in his throat and food stuck in his stuck in his teeth. He 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 lost his motherfucker. Are you out of your fucking mind? You know what this is? John Lewis wouldn't have went for that shit. God rest his soul. John Lewis would not have went for that shit. I bet John Lewis got stories. I, I it, God rest the dead. If he were here, I bet he got stories. I told Lyndon Johnson to suck my dick. I mean. Then Lyndon Johnson fucking tried to hose us, but <laughs> yeah. you, you, know, I, you know, I still told him to eat a dick. You know what I'm saying? John Lewis would put his foot in your ass. John Lewis, see, John Lewis had to deal with motherfuckers like uh, uh, fucking um, Johnson and Nixon, Bush one, mm. Joe Biden. John Lewis would have knocked your ass out. John Lewis would have literally came over to the White House. No one would have stopped him. John Lewis would be like, drop a pin. (laughs) (laughs) Turn your location on, (laughs) (laughs) nigga. Joe Biden, you cannot do shit like this. You cannot talk crazy to to the civil rights leaders. Don't, man. And also, let me also say, where the fuck was the Congressional Black Congress? Where the fuck were you at, Maxine Waters? I mean, we, you know, people spend a lot of time leaning. I'm not going to make this a long thing. People spend a lot of time leaning on what Obama did, what Obama said, what Obama didn't say, what he didn't say right. Where the fuck has the Congressional Congress, the Congressional Black Congress been during any of this? 
That's a very good point. The Congressional Black Congress has been in has been in session, has been in office, most of them way longer than Barack Obama was probably even alive. I'm gonna assume for the time being that they're tired from four years of this bullshit. So we'll I'll, I'll give them like a two week vacation. But come January, they, they why wasn't any shits. of them showing up to slap the shit out of Joe Biden? Maxine Waters should have been on the phone. I will knock your ass out. Talk talk crazy to my nephew. Who the fuck do you what the fuck do you think this is? I'm just saying. We 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 point we point fingers at certain people and we don't ever ask where certain other people are while all this is going on. But the focus should still be on Joe Biden. You can't talk crazy to people like this. Mm-mm. And if you think if you think that after the shit we put up with from Trump, that one of these motherfuckers ain't gonna slap the shit out you. Look, man, if people were willing to talk crazy to Trump, they're gonna talk extra crazy to your ass. Hell yeah. You better hope Kamala's in the you better hope Kamala Harris is in the room. You better hope. And she might let it happen, to be honest with you. I'm just saying, depending on who's in the room, if it's one if it's one of her sorors, she probably gonna let it happen. Mm. She probably gonna let it happen and then see them at the and then and then see them at the Founders Day party. So you better shut the fuck up. I'm just saying. We trying to we you know, we trying to work with you for we trying to work with you for four years. Eight years. Eight years if if uh if if Trump tried to make a comeback. Um mm. Don't fuck this up, bro. Trump ain't coming back. Shut up! Shut the fuck up, please. D. Randall, have we done a podcast? We have done a podcast, and I am struggling with that drink. (laughs) Man. I had no damn lunch. Um, So, guys, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Thank you uh, for your uh, ongoing support. Thank you for helping us build this community. Uh, that we call the opinions while black community we gotta come up with a little hive or something uh i, I don't feel right just having it be team oz anymore even though Uh-oh. even though team oz is some loyal motherfuckers <laughs> um but thank you so much for being here thank you for taking this journey with us i promise you 2021 is only gonna see things get better it's only gonna see things improve from here we're going to take this black content to the next level. I assure you, we have some things in the waiting in the wings over the next few weeks that uh, we think are going to take this to the next level. And we just need your support. Um, independent black content only flourishes through savvy, engaged, involved audiences like yourself. And we appreciate you from the bottom of our heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, church announcements, D Randall. Nah, I don't have any. All right. Well, uh, uh, Randall got shit to do. I am starving. Uh, I got to put some fucking Christmas lights up. Yeah. Uh, we will see you next week um, with uh, more foolishness and fuckery. Until then, this has been episode 118, 118 of Opinions While Black. I have been Oz. I am D. Randall. As always, forever imparting titties. <laughs> <laughs>